0: Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. This is Akif Talat for Behind the Gloves. I'm delighted to be joined by Bilal Fatwaz. How are you doing, Bilal? I'm doing fabulous, doing fabulous, getting ready, mentally ready. Like you will be fighting in two days time against uh, Vladimir. How are you feeling? And how's training camp been?
1: Training camp has been good. I can't complain. I've always been in shape. I've never lost it. So it wasn't a tremendous endeavour for me to you know, embark on. I already had the body. I just needed a mind. So yes, it's been good. Training camp has been great.
0: Will you be fighting at 154, am I right? Is that like light welterweight you'll be fighting?
1: I'm to the idea
0: of pounds and L and B, I only know kilos.
1: I'll be oh.
0: fighting at under seventy one kilo. Oh, okay. So yeah, seventy one kilos. Yeah, around about one fifty four. So, um, for people who don't know, can you talk about your um, like childhood um, and how you got into boxing? Uh, firstly, because it's a very intriguing story. And like, can you talk to people who don't know already? My story was
1: something that everybody that has a problem will find strength in because it's very inspiring i was a kid from nigeria i was brought here under false pretense and false assumptions and <clears throat> i was taken to a house where i wasn't allowed i was a slave there i was about to probably be taken somewhere else and then I ran out of the house because I wasn't allowed to go to school or do anything. And then after that, I was in the streets and a man took me to the social services. He said, young man, why are you crying? And I said, I needed a place to stay. I don't want to go back to the place I was at. He said, I know where to take you to. So he took me to the social services.
0: And ever since, I've been a
1: child of the system.
0: Can you talk about um, also your legal um, battle with, like- it was around about twenty years of a situation, and like how how difficult that situation was as well for you.
1: Well, nobody that ever makes it this far had a very easy path in life. That's clear. Even an idiot knows that. Um, I've had uh, quite a tremendous obstacle in my way, and um, it's been very hard because I came here as a As a teenager, I was 14 years old. And since then, till last year, I couldn't work. I'm 33 now, so for almost 20 years, I wasn't allowed to work. But as as I wasn't allowed to work, I was fighting for England. I was even chosen for Olympics. I represented England. I've been England captain about three, four times. I have beat England versus Sweden, England versus Germany, England versus Ireland, England versus Nigeria. And then in 2017 the Home Office after representing the England uh, country and the Great Britain they said we would like to take you back to Nigeria they wanted to deport me Nigerian embassy said we don't know this boy Lebanese embassy says we don't know this boy so that means that renders me stateless they released me because I got 127,000 signatures from the house from the public we were submitted to the House of Parliament and then one year later they arrested me again for the same interview with the nigerian high commission why do you have to do that so i've had legal battles with the home office for quite a significant amount of time and only recently everything has been it's not resolved but they've given me a piece of a bone they've given me a piece of the pie they said you can work but you're not allowed to travel i'm stateless i have no country so if i was to get a job where i have to go to Vegas to fight once in a lifetime opportunity I can't go because I don't have the travel documents. So after 30 months, I have to apply again for an extension. That 30 months ends in December.
0: So able to make your pro debut. How does that feel?
1: It feels like finally I'm being recognized for the things that I've done. Imagine going to university and you studied really hard every night, every day while everyone's partying, and you end up becoming the first in your class. You get a first and you finally get to get paid for your job. That's how I feel right now. I've graduated. I'm not talking about university. I've graduated in the sense that I can go and fight and earn money. But I haven't had the luxury of uh, doing that for the past 17, 16 years. So I am ecstatic. I am aroused internally. I feel... I feel motivated. I am ready. I feel inspired. I feel like before I couldn't take it because there was something in my way, but now I can go and take it. And the only person stopping me is me not doing the hard work. So I feel like excited, you know, you know, when you know that your future is going to be amazing and you work hard for it. I mean, for God's sake, I have a jersey that I'm being sponsored by MTK, Everlast, Sports Direct, that. For, for, for a person that's been non a professional and is having a yeah. first professional to be signed with all these brands and this logos, it means that that person has some bite to his teeth. Boxing didn't really save me or did anything to me. I saved myself. I have I have common sense, you know, whether it's boxing or whether it's football or whether it's anything, boxing never saved me. You can be a boxer and still end up being killed. You can be a boxer. I know a lot of boxers that are actually good. And now they're working in shops, like nine to five. Everything that happens to someone is their choice. Nothing yeah. saves them. They save themselves. You probably wake up in the morning and go to work and come back home. It's your choice. You could be a lawyer if you want. You could be a barbershop. You, you could own something else. You could start doing something. But it's your choice to decide to stay in one place and think that that is where you're supposed to be. If you believe that's where you're supposed to be, then fair enough to you. As long as you're happy and you're being yourself. And as long as you're being yourself and you're happy, that's all that matters. Cause some people are chasing so many things and they're not happy. And some people are chasing one thing and they're happy. But no one says that you're allowed to chase only one thing or boxing saved me boxing never saved me. I, ch- I made that choice. Consciously made that choice.
0: Is there anyone in your life that's helped you get to where you are now, in terms of you know making your pro debut in two days' time? Has anyone helped you? Is it just been almost you and your yeah. hard work?
1: Bilal has helped me.
0: I I speak to
1: myself in a third perspective. He he's different. He tells me when I need to focus. He tells me when I need to pay attention or when I need to stop worrying about situations. I would liken that to my instinct and my instinct has helped me a lot and Everlast, Sport Direct. um, There's a man called Simon and his wife, Alison. They picked me up from the streets when I was sleeping on the streets, when I was cleaning toilets in the gym, they gave me a roof to keep my head up. They paid for my rent. They even gave me uh, clothes and I'm fortunate to have people like that in my life but I listen to my instinct and when something tells me something is wrong I take a deeper look at it and when something say keep going you're gonna make it dig deep everyone has that person inside of them they just choose not to listen to it but listen to him or her.
0: No, yeah fascinating stuff. Bilal, um, just Touching upon on boxing as well, you've uh, trained and with, sparred with the likes of Mikhail Kessler, Josh Taylor. Uh, can you talk about those experiences and how that's helped you um, so far as well in your career? Those experiences were clarifying.
1: It gave clarification to the idea of the extent of my capabilities because I do know and they know that after sparring and after doing what I did and doing training with them, they can see them and I am of I am I'm somebody that let's say I, I, I live up to the expectation, maybe supersedes the expectation. So it gives me the idea that the level I'm at, it's not a level that a mediocre will be at. I'm I'm not boasting and I'm not bigging myself up, but when you work hard for something, you're allowed to say you are that. So I, um, I'm formidable, I'm relevant, I'm tenacious, I'm hungry, and I'm not talking about
0: food. Now also, uh, talking about you know your career as well, how do you think you could help the younger generation, for example, with your story, with your background, how do you think you could motivate and bring a new generation in with just your story itself? How
1: do I think I can help them? Yeah. How I can help the younger generation is... You put me in front of them, I can help them. I can give them ideas on how to move forward in life. I can motivate them, I can tell them that whatever anyone tells them about something or about not being able to achieve something, that is that person opinion that they are putting on them. If they believe they can do something, trust me, they can do it. But when you tell somebody that I wanna do this, if that person don't see himself doing it, they will tell you it can't be done and they would instantly put their anxieties and heebie-jeebies and malarkeys and shenanigans on you. So I will tell them that. If you have any goal or desire, you wanna be a doctor, you wanna be a lawyer, you wanna be a sprinter, you wanna be an actress or, or an actor, in regardless of whatever anyone tells you, you pursue it. Cause the harder you work at something, the better you become at it. You know, People are lazy, no offense, but people are lazy. And when people that are lazy meet somebody that are hardworking, they get offended. And then they start telling them that this is wrong, that is right. But instead of telling someone that this is wrong, this is right, or this is wrong, it can't be done. How about you tell them how it can be done? That's the more mature way to approach things. So I would say to anyone listening, no matter what situation you're going on or going through, it's temporary. Nothing is going to last forever. No matter what pain you're going through or sorrows or breakups or obstacles in life or barriers, I promise you, that is only there to test you. In the grand scheme of things, in the bigger picture, in the bigger perspective, there is a flip side to it. There is a good attached to every bad. and There is a bad attached to every good. So whatever anyone's going through, just hang in there. Don't quit because that point that you decide to quit that is when you need to dig deepest the most. Because that's when you see results. Life don't want us to
0: get the goodies. A very true, Blau. But uh, also in two days' time, you would be fighting Vladimir. Can you talk us through how you prepared for this fight? Do you know much about your opponent as well?
1: <clears throat> that's what I've been doing. I've been jumping trees for this fight. So last week, I cut the light off in my room and I was in the bed before the room was dark. I've done something new for this fight. I'm a bad man. That's that's my idol talking. I've done a lot. I've that was Muhammad Ali talking. I was quoting <laughs> Muhammad Ali. So yeah, um, I've done a lot. I've sledge hammers on the tires, sprinting up the hill at six a.m. in the morning. Um, I don't do weights because I use my body weight. I've been doing sparring. Basically, all the all the steps and protocols that require a person to be fit, I've done that. You know, I'm formidable, and I push myself to the limit. And my limit, I've realised that my limit is that <clears throat> it's quite further up from anyone's limit. You know, where I start is where people finish.
0: No, that's that's good to hear, Blau. So Blau, um hopefully if you come through um, Vladimir what other fights are you looking at are you looking uh, past uh, Vladimir or is it just um, just about what happens on 11th February
1: the thing is I'm, I'm not putting anyone down but Vladimir he doesn't live up to the expectation that I want Um, he's not just like Anthony Joshua nobody that is a huge boxer starts fighting the top 10 in the world they you know they start with Johnny, man. You know, that's what everyone does. And that's what I'm doing right now. But whoever's in my weight class, I'm coming, you know. And I think they know that. You know, I'm not fighting because uh, I'm good in boxing. I'm fighting for my future. And when someone is fighting for the future, that is somebody you need to be afraid of. Okay. Because that person means well to himself. And when a when person is looking out for himself, his future... It will survive, you know there, There's a saying that when you know when somebody's chasing a mill, chasing a mill, that person don't run as fast as when he is chasing or running away for his life. If you get what I mean, I'm fighting for my life. So whoever's in my weight category, I don't watch boxing that much, so I don't know who's in my weight category. but whoever's there, I'm coming. and they can't run away from me. You know, it's not like in the ABAs when they see my name on the board and they drop out and they say, yes, but my son has a cold or he developed uh, a problem. He sprained his ankle when he was doing shadow boxing. They can't run away. So now, whoever has the belt or whoever is ranked number 10 or number one, I'm coming. Whoever's that, you better know that for real. And I don't know who that person is, but trust me, they better get ready. I've worked so hard to get here. And now it will be nice to be appreciated. If you see anything that I'm doing wrong, I'm only human. Don't judge me and cast me aside. Just give me a chance to prove myself. Um, and I hope I can entertain you all, make you proud. And fingers crossed, who knows what the future hold. Uh, thanks, many thanks to MTK Global, many thanks to Everlast Sports Direct. Uh, thank you to the Hawks, the Hawks uh, the Hotel. Thank you to Simon and Alison and Lee Eaton. Thank you so much for giving me an opportunity. I appreciate you.
0: Thank you. Just for clarity, Lee Eaton, your promoter, yeah, for MTK Global.
1: Yes, he is my promoter from MTK. He's the one that facilitated and orchestrated this fight. He's the main man. Without him, I wouldn't be here.
0: No, thank you, Bilal. And um, good luck on uh, February 11th. Thank
1: you very much. Take it easy, my man.
0: God bless. Hey, five fans! it's Michelle Joy Phelps. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking this icon right here and hit the bell button below so that you can receive an alert every time we upload a new video.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.